hello, and welcome back to RTFD Tales of Piracy, episode 25, A Cry in the Night. I am your DM, Nick Smith, and joining me as always is Todd Blackburn. Our Slayer here, and remember, ring the flaccid dong. Got Max Garner. What's <laughs> up? Playing Golan as always, and remember you must always give thanks to Romulus the Furry Dingleberry. Romulus the furry dingleberry. That's right, Romulus. He's furry. He's a dingleberry. dingleberry. Okay, and Pat Kelly. Howdy. Um, playing your as usual. You know, uh, royal toddlers find drugs. Wow, we are in rare form with those tonight. That okay. is an interesting like one. one. Yeah, no, I do. <laughs> it's oddly true. So, before we jump into tonight's session, let's start ourselves off with our recap. Last time, the crew had finally arrived at Oxalor, the main port city of Oxalin, the island that they were headed towards to gather wood, and Golan was searching for Almericus, a wizard. Uh, you received your wages from Zebrith and headed into town, and before you headed into town, headed into town, Pitcher told you all to meet at the Mooning Rooster Tavern that night to talk about the next step and when the crew will be heading out to collect wood. Having some free time, you decide to walk around um, and get to know the lay of the town for the most part. Uh, you pass by a few storefronts and people. Golan talked to a crazy-eyed satyr yeah. who believed that the world would end soon. He was eventually taken away by some of the town guard, which left a very bad taste in Golan's mouth. Sure did. While walking around, Slayer, Golan, and the crew had found two Minotaur brothers, buff and tough, arm wrestling on a barrel. After an intense back-and-forth challenge between Tough and Slayer, Slayer left victorious and left with, I don't believe, much gold, but a little bit. From? Uh, buff and Tough. How much gold do you About want? 50 gold. Yeah. yeah. Actually, 30. Y you walked away with a good amount. Yeah. Yurche and Krolten decided to spend some time making a map of the area, but really just became a map of the different alleyways around the marketplace. You had also slowly begun planning to hold a concert later on in the week. Uh, Slayer getting ideas with his boxes of donuts and Golan's ability to draw a crowd started slowly discussing ideas of throwing this concert together. Eventually, you guys found your way to a bakery and spoke with Bren, a tiefling, Baker. Slayer found his new favorite donut there, in fact, after trying to beat Bren in a donut off. Um, but in reality, Bren admitted that Slayer's donut was fucking delicious as well. Her donut was fucking delicious, too. Yep. It sure was. And Slayer also went to a painting store where he acquired himself a nice yin-yang painting of a red and gold dragon circling each other. And he also got a custom order to get the Huntsman put into a bottle yeah. for, uh, for, the, for the captain. I forgot that. Uh, Golan had taken that time to also ask all these different store and shop owners uh, things about the town's guard, the way the town was structured, and who exactly was in charge. Because no one seemed to have a straight answer for him, really. After, some while, after a while, you guys had all went your way to the Mooning Rooster to wait for the rest of the Huntsman. While there, Yurite talked to a familiar face and learned of a possible threat on the island. He had also taken some job postings and a missing person sign from the notice board inside the bar. Golan had gotten pretty drunk and decided to interrupt a couple who was having a very heated conversation, but he was promptly told to fuck off, and he did. 
Yeah. Slayer had decided to try out a new dice game that he saw a group of kobolds playing. Uh, though he did lose, it was a rousing game of liar's dice. Eventually, the crew had met up and discussed your plans to leave in four days, which after that day would be three. And everyone kind of talked, agreed that certain people deserve to be on the adventure party and certain people don't, or certain people don't want to be on the adventure party more likely. And afterwards, once everyone had dispersed, you four and Zebreth and Ella were walking over to the Palm Top Inn, but your walk in the quiet night was interrupted by a yell cutting through the silence. Ah! And that is where you are now, this shriek echoing through the night, and you all looking around at each other, and Zebreth standing there and goes, what the fuck was that? Looking off in the distance. Some dogs barking, now being disturbed by this, the sound of this yell echoing through the night. Uh, would I know what direction it came from? Uh, give me a perception or survival check. Nine. It's the only sound that really echoes through the night, and sadly, because of it, you can't pinpoint its origin. With all these dogs barking as well, it's crazy, crazy night. Uh, Zebrith is going to go around. Uh, if any of you would like, you can go check that out. I'm going to be getting Ella to the inn. I do not want her walking around in any of this. I sounds like a crazy person to me. It could be, it could be. Yes, but a lot of people have been going missing lately. Someone could be in trouble. Uh, honestly, it, with that and the guards, uh, I've been noticing we, uh, it's worth checking out, I think. I Golan, you too much about these guards. I doubt they would kidnap someone. <sighs> Between the people missing and the guards roughing up random people in the street, don't you think there's something going on in this town that we don't really know about? Crolton's going to roll perception as well. Well, there's also watchers in the area, so there's definitely some type of trouble going on. But it wouldn't really deal with the guardsmen. This might be something else. Crolton can't tell where it's coming from. All in all, I think we should check it out. Uh, can I roll perception as well? Yes, you can. Slayer will, too. Got a 9. 23. Okay, going with a 9, you as well cannot pinpoint the origin of the sound. But Slayer, your ears are much keener. You've got those feline ears that perk up their... You're sitting there, and for a moment, you don't hear anything, and then you hear, not a yell, but another voice, and the sound of scraping and movement off in the distance, uh, the opposite direction of the inn that you with, guys were heading. With my ear perked up and kind of headed towards that direction, I, Golan, if you're interested, the sound's coming from that direction. I kind of point off. Yeah, you, you point in the direction that it was. Aye, and it sounds like, oh, someone might be dragging something. Well, we did just spend all night at the bar. What's one more night to check this out and make sure that everyone's is okay? Right. Can, can I? You are drunk, so you are rolling with disadvantage on ability checks. Oh, I'm still drunk. Yes. Fun. Can I do like a sniff in the air to see if I smell blood or something? Sure thing. Give me another perception check. If I was drunk, I would have reacted differently. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky. 16. 16. You start sniffing the air and you do get a small whiff of something. You're not quite sure what, but it has that irony kind of scent to it. And you think, this could be blood. Same direction? Yeah, same direction. I, uh, Golan, if you really insist on checking it out, kind of, oh, 
Aye, that might be blood I smell. Oh, with your great nose and all, why don't you lead the way, Slayer? You start leading the way? Aye, okay. Yurite, you in, buddy? Oh, Yurite and Carlton will be right up. Carlton takes out the Sylvanas' yeah. edge. I grab his drunk, uh, golden sh- drunk wrist, and I just kind of start leading him in the right direction. Okay. Yeah. You start leading him down the direction. You guys Gold start walking with... With a little bit of purpose, you know, you're not, like, just casually walking. Krolthen does have a little pep in his step as you guys are going. And eventually, you come across a storefront that you were at earlier, though you didn't catch the name. Torp's Tiny Ships. The bottle store that you guys were at. And Slayer, the scent now is just whacks you in the face almost the alleyway right around here. Someone bled recently. You guys quickly go, you turn the corner, and the, it is very dimly lit, so those without dark vision, it is a little tough. But Sylvanas's edge is out, so there is some light. And you guys run and make your way through, and there's this small opening. And as you guys get close, the dark vision makes it hard to make out details, but when you get close, it's easy to see. These two large, hulking, red, pus-pocket-filled, wart-covered frog-like bodies standing over what looks to be a semi-familiar face to one of you. To you, Golan. You don't remember it too well, but you just saw him. As you see a very similar-looking tabaxi lying down on the ground. I'm going to need all of you guys to roll initiative, and I will be getting out the battle map. Uh, While seeing them... I kind of just go over to Crollton and be like, "Guy, were these people in the alleyway earlier?" Uh, Crollton looks. Uh, no, I don't think so, sir. <laughs> uh, Golan just says, "Oh, who is that? Can I roll to see if I like remember?" Yep. Uh, at disadvantage. Uh, so put your got put yourselves where you would think you'd be approaching in this alleyway. You would be coming from this side here. Uh, I got uh, I got a ten. Hard to recognize. You've seen a lot of the backseat here in Oxalent and Oxlore, so it's hard to pinpoint which exactly, like which one this is. He's gonna have a light. Am I rolling a disadvantage for like everything? No, just a building chance. Thank God. Alright, I'm rolling initiative. Yep, everyone. Krolton got a nat 20 on initiative. Krolton with that nat 20. I know, but he's trying to identify the person. Golan, what'd you get? Uh, going with that nat 19 for a 23 initiative. Slayer? A 13. 13. 12. 12, and Krolltang got a nat 20 for a 21. So first up, we are going to have Golan. You run up and you see these large red frog-like creatures, and they are disgusting, first and foremost. Gross. What would you like to do? Uh... I'm gonna cast Fairy Fire. Okay. Yeah, instinctively. They have to do what? <sighs> they gotta save a. They gotta beat a 17. 17. Uh, dexterity. Okay. Yeah. So first one, natural five that fails. Second one, natural 17 with a plus one with a plus one for an 18. So okay. it succeeds. So the one on your right is lit up like a Christmas tree. That one. You guys have advantage on that one now. So let me... Actually, I think I have a thing for this. 
terrific. Okay, going. Anything else? <sighs> Honestly, I just like point to that guy and be like, "Get him! Save that guy!" He's, I'm still drunk. <laughs> Not okay. that he's Drunkily, you point, save him, and Crollton just looks and, without saying a word, nods very intensely. He is going to run up behind the one that is lit up right now. Right there. And he's going to be making his two attacks. With advantage. Yes. So the first one, he's going to hit with a 24. Second one, that is going to plus 7, that's 14. So right? 15. 8 plus 7 is... Yeah. So that hits. So he's going to hit with both. Cool. Let's go math. Yeah, I know, right? I, <laughs> I have to be doing math all day. Uh, 12. So that's 20 damage on the first strike. Let's go. As he runs up into it, two blade strikes across its back as it lets out this whale. Okay. That is going to be Krolten's turn. Next up are these things. It just, after getting struck, you notice that the wounds on its back, the one that Krolten just hit, slowly begins to close. And the flesh begins to shut behind the damage that was done. It is immediately going to turn around and is going to be making three attacks against Krolten. So just spin him around so he's facing Krolten. First one is going to be a bite attack for a miss. Then the other two are going to be claw attacks. Both miss. Wild strikes as it wasn't quite prepared for this onslaught and to be lit up the way it just was. As it goes to strike at Krolten, but Krolten is too quick, too precise with his movements, and is dodging expertly. The next one is up, and it is going to try and just pick up the unconscious tabaxi and it is going to try use its action to climb the wall of yeah up that way yep climb the wall up to the roof of this building and standing there with the tabaxi over his shoulder and you just all hear in your heads and that is going to be its turn is that a certain language at all if it is, you could not tell. Okay. Slayer, is you're it up. on the wall oh, or all the way up the top? It's up at the roof already. And the roof okay. is only about 10 feet from ground. I'm going to use my last rage for the night. It's the yeah. same day from last time. Yeah. It is. Like someone's going to carry the team. And I'm going to be doing the Dino Tail for bludgeoning. Got it. But um, seeing that's climbing up the wall or up top I'm gonna throw my anchor kind of past them and hope for when I pull it in the hooks kind of come back and okay hit, hit its legs and pull them down give me an attack roll uh, 17 plus 7 okay yeah so it's definitely going to hit him so as you throw it initially it poof, hits him in the back of the head to so roll damage for it and now, for your second attack of the turn, I'm going to need a grapple check to try and grapple him with the anchor and pull him back. So I did four... 
2d6 plus 3. I don't get plus the... Plus 3 plus your rage bonus. Oh, I do get the rage bonus. Yes, you do get the okay, rage so bonus. Okay, so it's uh, 9 damage. Okay. And the second attack would be pullback. Uh, so second attack is going to be an athletics check, and you do that with advantage because you are raging. And it is going to try and make a acrobatics check to not get grabbed. Whew. Uh, 17 plus 1. So uh, 6. Yeah, yeah, it got an unnatural 20, but you got way above as it gets hit in the back of the head by the anchor, and you see it overshoot, but then you think to it, to the anchor itself, return to me. And you see the chain just shoot out, grab it, and as it does, yank back hard, and it immediately turns and almost fish hooks this thing in the mouth and yanks him off as he comes toppling down. It's not far enough for him to take any damage, but he is prone, so put him on his back, and he is no longer holding on to the tabaxi as the tabaxi's body just kind of unconsciously falls onto the ground limp. That could be your turn? Uh, yes, that will be my turn. Kirite, you're up. Um, I'm assuming I have enough movement to swim me past there. Like, over them. Yeah. Move through there. So so those squares on this map are perfect. Oh, they are? So yeah, you can can really angle-wise, but okay, that works. Perfect. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna move up on to, like, kind of like between the two of them. Trying to get to the down tabaxi. Okay. And then I'm just gonna start wailing on the one on the ground. Okay, you have advantage because he's prone. We're just gonna do some some hacks. I'm just gonna great weapon master hacks. Let's just why not? First one up. With advantage, advantage, my bro. We might just leave. Folks. Don't get disappointed until after advantage. First one misses. <laughs> Does it? You did your math. Roll eight. Well, wait, wait, what's your? It would be oh, eight. great weapon master. Yeah. It'd be yeah. eight. He doesn't get his big bonus. Second attack. For that 20. Let's see. Oh, it was 19. Actually so, 19 missed. plus 3. Yep, that hits. Uh, 11 plus uh, 15 is 26. 26. Woo! Mm-hmm. Take a good chunk out of this one. Uh, how's he looking? Just chunk yeah. missing from him? Yeah. All right, we're, he's also down. lying down. <laughs> Looks like he has some lower lumbar issues after that fall, but you know, could be fine. I'm gonna action surge and just keep wailing at him. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Pop that action surge and just keep on going. He's on the ground, I might as well. Uh, 9 plus 3 is 12. Doesn't hit. Uh, 14. That hits. Uh, and 4 plus 15 is 19. He's looking worse for wear now. Top of the order, Golan, you're up. Uh, I am going to cast Dissonant Whispers at the boop, 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 at the third level. It's the end of the day. Okay. That'll which be one? so they have to save. Let me roll to see if he wisdom. Okay, which one? Speed of seventeen. Which one? And I'm going to be doing it at since he's prone. I'm going to be doing it at the guy that's standing up. Standing one. Okay. Actually, does it at the fifth level? Uh, wisdom, correct? Uh, yes. They get a minus two on that. They fail. They fail. So that would be... That'd be 5d6. Yep. Third level. 
Can I take yours? Can I take yours? I need two more. It's really funny, you should have, because you're drunk, miscast it at like fifth level. <laughs> just you go. waste the spell slot, which is over. <laughs> he has to run away. Well, that's yes. a little hard. He has to, use, he has to run away. He has to use his uh, reaction to run away, correct? I believe it was just his movement that he has available. 17 psychic damages. I say, oh, you ugly freaking thing, get out of here! Still drunk. If you see this red psychic energy come out of Golan's mouth, almost like, it's kind of like an alcohol breath almost, like, you can see it waft out of his mouth, wrap around this thing's head, and then just suck into, like, spikes all of a sudden clamming on, and you just hear it, just releasing this gross sound, honestly. Yeah, going cringes when it he hears that. It has to use its reaction to move away, correct? It has to move away right now. Okay, so it's going to try and run up to the building. It's it's cornered, so it's going to run into the corner. Yeah. It doesn't have it's enough movement to get up to up the wall, so it won't climb. It's still there. But Krolltem does get an opportunity attack, and so... And Yurte, you're still in range, so it does not. Uh, how far away would I still be in range if he's here? Yeah, you're still within five feet of him. How far away was he from me? From you? You get an opportunity attack. Oh, yeah, he's ten feet away. Feet. Let's yeah. go, Jens. gonna hit. Still advantage because he has fairy fire on him. Yep. You can technically roll with advantage. Krolltem does advantage, my guy. nine damage. No, because it's only a plus three plus the plus two for that plus the plus one. Always, we always have this. Yeah, we do. You gotta know your maths, dude. Bro, if he's giving dude, you an I, extra I number, just take it. Oh, yeah. No, wait, your tail is a plus seven. I have it wrote down as a plus six, but I will change it. All right, then. Wait, uh, wait, so, so oh, wait, your range wait, bonus is still plus two, right? Yeah. That's what I'm forgetting. Yeah. 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 He's fine. He's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, I was gonna yeah, say. No, the range bonus is still a plus two, not a plus three. It's just a plus six, unless I have the tattoo activated. Then it goes to a plus seven. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what, what the fuck number should I say? I Are you at 7 rolled, plus 6, so that's uh, 13. 13. Okay. How's this thing looking? They're looking beat up, but they're still up. Okay. Go on that, your turn? Yeah. Okay, Krolten's turn. He is just going to run at the one that is cornering itself. He's going full charge in, letting out a battle cry. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. First attack. Natural use. 20. It's a confused side eye from my girlfriend. Ooh, natural 20, that's an 18 on the dice. Plus 4, that's 22. 22 slashing damage to this thing on the first strike as he cuts away into the back and it's starting to look worse and worse. He is going to go make his second attack. Crit. crit. Krolten crit. Are you serious? 17 and a natural 19. <laughs> That's two crits from Krolten. Let's go. Uh, for 7 for 11 damage. And you know what? He's going to pop his action surge. Why not? Two more attacks. Okay, that's a natural 16 plus 7. So he's going to hit. Yes, sir. And second one, a crit. Are you serious? 
Is that Let's crit three out of four attacks this turn. <laughs> what? So for the non-crit, that was seven. Okay, so the first strike was enough to kill it anyway. So you, you see Krolten just... So this him. thing was looking like moderately like bleeding out a little bit. And Krolten just walks up to it. And you see him flip from the straight edge of the blade to the serrated edge. And he just goes, cuts once, cuts twice, and keeps that going and going and going. And eventually an arm lobs off and another. And this thing just collapses to his knees and lets out a... As it falls down. And its guts just spill out of its mouth. What do these guts look like? Gross. Just disgusting. Just a mess of flash covered in this black ichor-like substance. Um, Golan, Golan pukes from seeing it. Yep. <laughs> Golan immediately... <laughs> uh, drawn Golan see pukes from the smell. Now it is the prone one's turn. It is going to spend half its movement getting up. And it is going to unload all of its attacks onto... Who's the closest person? Yerte, yeah. First attack. That's a natural 19 on the bite. Does 2d4. That is... 9 piercing damage from the bite. And now for the claw. So the first one is a 15. That misses, right? 15, you said? Yep. Yeah. And a 17. That will hit. Okay. So for the 17 that hits, I'm also going to need you to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, I rolled a natural 18 plus 6. You're fine. And for that damage, you take 10 damage from that one. 19 total. Yep. As... The claw that did strike you, you notice this long middle finger claw just extends and stabs into you. And for a second, you feel like it's trying to inject something in you. You can feel like a fluid pulse into you, but you tighten your muscles and you can hear the crack of the nail and you just break it out of you as it just lets out this Slayer, it's your turn. Uh, I'm going to sidestep some kind of next to Yurite. Yep, you get around the corner right up next to Yurite. And then go in with my two tail bludgeoning attacks. Uh, eight plus six. Four, was that 14? That's gonna hit. Sweet, oh, keep it. Seven, eight, nine, nine plus 15 for the first attack okay. damage. And then second attack, natural 20. <laughs> that's, that's, that's roll every dice twice. I know. Three, eight, ten, ten eleven. eleven. Oh, I wish I had the d6 to roll Plus twice. your... Uh, eleven, seventeen Plus damage. 17. Okay, it's looking really, really beat up, really rough, but it is still standing. It is on death's doorstep right now. And if that is your turn, Slayer? That would be my turn. Yurte, you're up. Just gonna unleash a hail of blows against it. First attack, of course, with the GWM. George Washington Memorial. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just pulls out like a... No, I said, let's use my feet. George Washington Memorial. <laughs> the great 19? Washington Middle School. <laughs> 
Uh, 19, I take it, will hit. Oh, yeah. Okay. How do you want to do this? Eight plus the. Uh, he's gonna. He's gonna. <laughs> Your great so, weapon master alone takes it out. He's <laughs> gonna swing. He's gonna get in it. So I did it in the first attack. All right. So he's gonna swing. He's gonna go into it, and then he's gonna switch with the hands and just kind of force it through it and just lever it with his body. Yeah. So you see it. The blade of Yurti just go halfway through this thing, and then he just shifts his weight to be on top of it, and then all of a sudden, like he's like pushing down on a lever on like this massive gate. He just shoves down, and you, you hear a just. As the rest of this thing is split in half, guts just slosh to the ground, and they are all dead. And now you guys are just standing there over the unconscious body of this tabaxi, Um, and these two dead bodies. As you notice, the boils on the body start popping, and as they do, this strange green-like liquid covers the body and slowly starts to corrode away. Is there any sample I can quickly save? Give me a survival check. I, Golan, I found your man that you were looking for. 21? Uh, yeah, so as you see the boils start popping, you think, crap! And you go try and salvage something, but as you do, you notice any bit that has this liquid touching it, immediately, even if it's a small amount, dissolves the whole chunk of flesh. But you're sitting there, you're thinking, crap, I don't have anything. And then you feel this pain in your shoulder. You're like... I do. And you rip out a good solid, I would say, two inches of the tip of the nail of the one that stabbed you. Okay. I will, that will do. Golan is going to, uh, seeing that they're both dead, run up on the unconscious Tabaski, uh, Tabaxi and is going to use three of his sit-turn charges to uh, cure wounds. Okay. Yeah. So you don't need to roll the health for that. It just... Bing. Yeah. He's all healed up, and you, you see just like this breath just... <gasps> he raises up. Oh, my God. Where am I? He's looking around all shocked. Fred's like pupils dilated to thin lines. It's like, Whoa, where am I? Who? It's like inches back from sitting back against the wall into the corner. Who are all of you? Hey, hey. Take it easy, friend. We just saved you from these two crazy monsters, and and you were unconscious. I just brought you back. Um. Uh, okay. Uh. Where's Where's Ajax? Uh. Who? My wife. There was no one else here. No, I I, I left the bar with my wife. She he's looking around more frantically. Ajax. I uh, was she the uh. The crazy Leonin. It, 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 that would be one word to describe her, yes. Hey, I, I talked to you in the bar tonight. That was you. Hey, that was you. Where's where is she? His head's gonna tilt like a like a question almost like if I knew, do you think I'd be calling her name? Uh, she seems pretty tough. She's probably fine. Can uh Yorte and Crolton do uh like hearing all this, like perception checks of like Do it with advantage, Crolton will be all giving right. you the help action. Should I do perception or survival? What did you say? Um, Probably your choice. Perception. Uh, it's my choice. Uh, survival and nat- unnatural twenty. Okay, so with an unnatural twenty on survival, you can tell there was signs of a greater scuffle here. That where you guys came in was actually kind of nearing the tail end of this whole thing. You can see there are cut marks from what seemed to be an axe or another bladed weapon 
along the walls of this small little alcove. But you do also notice that there is another set of claw marks climbing up one of the walls that you didn't see one of these creatures climb. So you can assume that there might have been another one here or so. And by the looks of it, there was another person here fighting that's no longer here. Yeah. So you get the you get the idea that Ajax was taken. Right. If yeah, they're gonna still talk, but unless they say something that catches my opinion, I'm gonna actually have Carlton help boost me up. But if you guys are gonna talk to him a little more, you got like yeah, two uh, minutes before your uh, does that. He's just kind of sitting there in shock in the moment. He says, "I I, I never thought Ajax who would have been the one taken. I always thought it was gonna be me. I always joked around it was gonna be me. I never thought it was gonna be her." And he starts, like, rambling, and his words start getting faster and faster and faster. Hey, hey, easy friend, easy friend. Do you remember what took her? Or what might? The, uh, they looked, it looked kind of like these things. The, the, was there a blue one here when you guys showed up? No. I, uh, the, dark vision, colorblind. There was this blue one that was much bigger than these two. I think that one might have taken my wife. Oof. Golan just like takes his hat off and scratch just like scratches his head. Slayer just kind of looks around. Eh, no big blue frog. Crolton helps you up at the yeah. roof at this point. And then at the same time, you're like, guys, I I might have a trail of some sort. You do have what seems to be some broken shingles and things like that on the roofs. You do have a path for a bit. Uh, Golan turns around and says, "Oh shit, you're a taze on top of the wall now." Maybe he has a lead. You guys want help? Crolton's going to offer a hand up from the roof. Yeah, Golan runs up and grabs it. Yep, he pulls you up. Slayer? I'm climbing myself up. Oh, yeah. So you guys see Slayer just walk up and go, like, Crolton's hand is there. And he just goes, no need. Claws go out. And you notice, actually, as they do, this armor-like scaling kind of comes from the base of his fingertips, like his fingernails, to cover most of his fingers as he just plunges them into the rock and just starts climbing up it. Uh, Golem watching this just says, oh, okay, I guess we got a spider guy over here, huh? You could have saved the wo- the stone, you know. <laughs> just judging that you put holes in the stone. Aye, there's already scratch marks over it. <sighs> Giving it a little weather and texture. So you guys all <laughs> climb up to the roof. You guys look down and you see Flint just still sitting there. Like, just thousand yards staring. Is he fine? We should I don't think we should leave him here, but at the same time, we need to know where this trail goes. Slayer just flicks down a silver coin. Ow. <laughs> Aye, buddy. I would head back to the, uh... I would head back to the bar and just, you know, wait for us to return. Yeah, we're, we're, we're gonna try um, and find her. We'll, we'll um, let you know. Get a beer, calm your nerves. I'm gonna go home. Aye, but then we don't know where you live. I'm gonna go home. I go to the bar. I toss you a silver coin. Give already. me a persuasion check. A natural twenty. He he just looks down at the silver, look back at you, and goes, "I'll drink some. I'll go to the bar." I and will, he starts. We'll find you there later. Starts making his way to the bar. So you guys are standing here on this roof. The moon's illuminating the rooftops a little bit better than the streets down below. Yurite, you saw this broken shack. Broken uh, sluts, slanted roofs all along. And you guys can follow it for about four or five houses. Four or five of these large structures. Until eventually, you get a feeling that it jumped off the roof at one point, And you do lose track of it. 
no footprints, no discernible markings, no disturbing in the environment. So you guys have kind of reached a stopping point. Can I look around? One note with, because you did use survival, you are headed in a eastern direction. I was actually going to have, since we made the map of just the alleyways and the houses, I was going to have Kroll 10 mark on the map which alleyway we're at so we can pick it up in the morning. Okay, light. Kroll 10 does mark it down. Can I do like a scent to see if I can smell the creature? Sure thing. I'll try to figure out our bearing again. Yeah, hmm. um, roll with disadvantage because you don't know what this creature smells like. Just seems it smells like death like the others. Roll this way. Kind of I'm just going to call it Alleyway 19 just because yeah, yeah. sounds like a good number. Uh, perception da, 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 16. Giving the air a good solid, like, inhale, you know, you've already, you're used to the smell of sea towns and everything, of being near markets, and hell, you've been on Earfell, you've smelled some of the worst places on this planet at this point, but you don't smell anything similar to what you smelled earlier, seems like the path has gone cold right now. There are too many different smells to really discern a specific one to follow. Can I do an Arcana check? On what? Are we at the end? Have we have we traveled? Are we at the end of this? You're at you're at the end of the path that was led there. You're not near the edge of town or anything. You guys are actually kind of somewhere near the middle more right now, but you were headed from the western coast of the island more inland, more eastern. Scratch that. Can I just do raw perception? Okay. Give it to me raw. Oh, raw is 19. 19 plus 5, so 24. Golan. <laughs> you sit there on the roof. Slayer sniffing around, seeing if you can pick up a scent. You're okay. Checking. Yeah, digging through his bag, checking the ground, like seeing footprints or anything. Checking you, his list. Sitting there. <laughs> Listening, keeping your eyes out. You lower your glasses a little bit and just keep your eyes out. And you can't see anything. It is the dead of night. And it seems like this thing had a very good head start on you guys. You're just going to hear uh, Yorte going, Torlo, Torlo, how does this thing work? Um, we had an incident in town. And I was just talking, something in my hand. And instantly, Yurte, you hear in your head, stay where you are, I'll find you. Hi, Yurte. Who are you talking to? Yeah, are, do you have a special friend in your head, Yurte? I'm just going to turn around, hold the coin up. Watch her, dude. Aye, that's just a coin. No, no, it, it's like the thing Rima gave us, but it's a coin. Aye, you mean a speaking stone? But it's a speaking coin. It's a speaking coin. I yeah. have never heard of that. Neither have I. I didn't know it actually did that until he told me at the bar. Do you speak to it often? No, it's the first time. <laughs> so as you guys are having this conversation, and for a while you go, speaking stone, speaking coin, speaking coin, speaking coin. Um, eventually turning the corner with language. a helmet on, visor lowered, and a blue blade by their side, you see this medium-sized figure turn the corner. <sighs> Looks around, confused. Looks at you, Yurite. Lifts up the visor, you can see it's Torlo. You, uh, you said there was an emergency. Yeah, I'm gonna also be holding up the claw. 
Wait. Someone's gone missing, and we were attacked by beasts. Puts out his hand. Gives it to him. Yep, he's gonna look at it. Examine it a bit. Uh, by the looks of it, we're dealing with slods. Nasty, nasty bug buggers from this uh, plane of chaos called Limbo. Frog thingies? Not yeah. when you kill them? Yeah. yeah. Weird mucusy sacks on them that pop. Yeah. Don't get that on your skin. What if it's in you? Kind <laughs> of just goes to his shoulder. He's gonna look at you wide at wait. How do you feel? Fine. Did you feel He's he's just gonna look at you like just it, this thing stabbed you with yeah, this? Yeah, and then I broke it. Okay. And then I pulled it out of me. Okay. Is he poisoned? Just keep an eye on him. Aye. What, what, what could happen to him? Should we be concerned? Well, we don't know everything about these creatures yet, but... Um, Slods. The rumor is that they reproduce asexually by injecting their hosts with eggs. With their claws. Uh, <laughs> Your face now is just going to drop open and just looks at his shoulder, looks back, just looks at Krolltan. No, the other thing, there is a chance that it didn't take hold. These I, eggs, there's... It's, very small chance. Did you kill your baby mama? Ignoring <laughs> mental. He's just staring at Colton. Colton just comes over and just breathes fire at my shoulder. <laughs> Cauterizes the wound. Yeah. Yeah. Just completely like as if I was hurt in the woods. It's a thing. Toilet's gonna look around. Okay. So uh Uh so the ones we fought were like, I, I think greenish. The one we're tracking was so blue. with Sylvanas's edge glowing. You could tell these were red. Oh, they were red. They I were red. green. Huh? I think I said green. I didn't know. Yeah, they were red uh, with like green boils on. Them. That's where the oh uh, yeah. yeah. yeah well, blue. yeah. Um, they were one color. The boils were green. Uh, they might have been like maroon. It was dark. I can't really tell. But this one was blue. The one you're tracking now. Yeah, that took the person. Okay, those are much more dangerous. Of course they are. Well, these red ones, from what I've read up on them, they, uh, their eggs take longer to gestate. Those blue ones, their effects are more immediate, so to speak. They can take place over a span of a day, two, maybe a week, if the person's lucky. But if you're, if you're harmed by a blue slot and you're, well, kind of like this guy, and he pokes colon in the, in the arm. Hey. And, and not as, you know... Beefy has this guy and pokes Slayer in the chest. Uh, you could actually possibly turn into one of them. Just flex some muscle. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, maybe this is why everyone's disappearing. They're just turning into more of these frog creatures. Well, I mean, with the rate of disappearances, though, I mean, this town... Some of the uh, tiles fall off the roofs. <laughs> well, well, that's the thing, though, Slayer. At, at the rate people have been disappearing... We should be dealing with more than the number we're dealing with. Aye, maybe there's a layer. They're hiding. Perhaps. Uh, me and my compatriot, we were considering that option. Listen, you, you four should not be getting involved in any of this. How about you guys go to your inn, have a good night's rest. Let me and my partner take care of this. Well, we know we led the creature to this point, and we, we saved this guy who had been attacked. Uh, are you sure there's nothing more we can help you with? Give me the name of the guy, tell me where I can find him, 
That's all you guys I, need to do. He's at the bar, having a beer. Good to know. Tabaxi. Got it. He looked disheveled. I expected as much if he just survived the slot attack. So. He was the one that left the bar with the other, um, what, what were you saying? Leonin. 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 The crazy we Leonin. Oh, that strange couple. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I kind of interrupted them. She might be missing. She was taken. That is very strange, because slots don't usually take their victims. They usually either inject them with their eggs or harm them with their poison. And let the transformation happen naturally. I, I stopped them from taking the tabaxi. I pulled them right off the roof. Good call. Good instincts on this one. Listen, like I said, you four. Go about your business. Get a good night's rest. I'll be taking care of this from here on out. He drops his visor, uh, pockets the claw, and he starts walking away. Leaving you guys kind of just in this area. I look around. I, uh... Well, there's nothing we're doing tonight. I don't know about y- you guys, but, uh, I'm pretty beat. Why don't we head back to the inn? If we get a room in the inn, we can start tomorrow morning when the sun's up. Maybe we'll find some new leads. Plus, uh, we can yeah. also go in. If these missing people are all that, we can find those two brothers. And maybe see if that's also connected. I, I think that's a great idea, but uh, maybe we should allow the missing Leonin be handled by the professionals. Okay. I was trying to think of something like quippy to say about amateurs <laughs> becoming professionals, and I couldn't think of anything on the top of my Well, Golan just stretches and yawns. Uh, why don't we just go back to the inn anyway? Lays down on the roof. Boy, get up. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Golan, are you still drunk? I'm coming down, but I'm feeling pretty tired. So you guys start making your way back to the Palm Top Inn. And as you do, you walk into the lobby. There are a few tables. Looks like like almost like where people have breakfast or like a simple waiting area. Uh, you see a counter opposite from where you enter. And standing behind the counter on a stool is a bronze-scaled cobalt who looks at all of you and goes, Welcome. How many rooms would you like? Uh, how much for a companion? Companions? Two silver per companion. Ooh. For but how many hours? rooms are... One hour. Rooms are a gold piece a night for two beds, and five for a single. Go and flick some of gold. Uh, a room for me and my friend here. Sure thing, he slides you a key. I flick him two pieces of gold. I, uh, one room and send your five cutest girls up. Okay, you only get them for one hour. <laughs> I know. Okay, so uh-huh. you, you get a double and five girls. You guys get your double. You guys go off into your room. Slayer, you go to your room. You wait patiently about 15 minutes later. You get a knock on your door. And filing in is a tabaxi. A lizard folk, a Leonin, a lizard folk, and finally a kobold. It's just a party. Yep, it's a party. Uh, um, so you guys can hear down the hall just <laughs> going on from Slayer's yeah. <laughs> That daunting roar. Anyway, 
<laughs> you guys all wake up bright and early as the sun starts peeking through your windows, and you all roll out of bed, fully awake, long rested, bright and early. It's about, I would say, 9 a.m. right now. I, I haven't slept that good in ages. Oh. Just do a nice stretch. Yeah, you're talking to no one. In yeah, we're, no one's in the room yeah, with you, so you're talking to yourself. Do we have a window in our room? Yes. All right, I'm going to be sitting in the chair, already drinking my coffee, because I've been up for a bit. Yep, yep. Uh, roll nah. for today's coffee. Nine o'clock is a little too late for me to be sleeping in, folks. <laughs> Eleven. It's moderate. Not the best, but it's it, it gets you up. But Carlton wakes up. Golan, you wake Golan, up. Golan, I roll over. The sun hits in my face. I immediately put my Ray-Bans on. Uh, I'm just like, new day on land. How great it is to not have to wake up on a boat. Oh, you're a t- You're already awake. Is there anything new? You know, I'm usually actually already awake, and I'm usually on a bed in a few hours, so this is going to be interesting. Do you, but, um, do you ever sleep? I, I get some sleep in here and there. You know, I kind of just sleep with my eyes open. Mine kind of starts going. Man, you Dragonborn, I guess you could just, you maybe have an extra pair of eyes that peel over and you could just sleep with your eyes open. I usually get about an hour at a time, then I wake up and get another hour, and then I wake up, get another hour. Yeah, it's all good, though. It's all good. As you see me just caressing the cup of coffee. Very good sleeping (laughs) habit, man. How do you function, friend? Coffee. Willpower. Go. This. As I just point to my cup and just take a long... I started calling it morning brown because it's brown and usually he has it in the morning. And the afternoon. And the night. Afternoon brown, night brown. Yeah. All day brown. Yeah. Well, I start my day by doing this. I jump up out of bed and I scratch my butt crack. (laughs) I know. I've seen multiple times. (laughs) That exact thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so you guys all gather together, uh, meet up in the lobby of the Palm Top Inn, and where would you like to go? The day's yours. Well, we can either try to find the brothers, we can go back to the alleyway, or I'm also thinking of possibly going to the bar and looking at more of those wanted posters and seeing who's put them and see if I can talk to them and get more information. I have a funny feeling that these brothers, rough, tough, buff... If we help them out, I bet you we'll find solutions to our other problem. I bet you all these events are connected some way. What do you think, Slayer? I I wouldn't mind seeing Rough and Tough again. Oh, uh, yeah, you really bonded with those guys, huh? I I really got their gold. <laughs> Maybe you'll get more if we if we help them out. You're a table. We'll go by your intuition. What would you like to do? I, I, I think talking to some of the other oh. leads, not a bad idea. Do you think idea. you can find a... Uh... Rough and tough quickly, or do you think we should go to the bar and see who we can find? I say we uh, go to the bar, see some of the names on the list, just so we know where they are and who they are, and then go look for rough and tough. And if we can't find them, then we'll head over to the other names. Okay, so you all make your way to the Mooning Rooster Tavern. Walking through, the streets are as busy as ever. You see the menagerie of different people here. Again, mostly lizard folk and kobold, but the occasional half-breed tabaxi or bestial folk walking around. Specifically, a few things that you guys see is a red tiefling 
trying to play some music on a two-stringed instrument, but almost immediately, two town guardsmen walk up to him, begin talking to him, and take him away. You see Bren walking around town, selling pastries on a cart. Interestingly enough, though, no donuts. And you guys see Biff and Gert running around the market with some food. I, Biff, Gert, come here. Yeah, yes, first mate. I, I got something for you. What's up? I need you guys to build me a stage for tomorrow, right? Yes. Yeah. Tomorrow. You're doing it the day before you leave or the day... It was the night before you. The night before we had. So it's day three because we had day two. So you you're on day two. Day two. Yeah. So tomorrow. Two nights from now. I Bithker, I need a stage. You, you can either buy one or find one, but I won't refund you for the gold. Uh, but I need it for two nights in the uh, town center. Oh, oh sir, do you need us to get the proper permits? I, if you feel like going above and beyond doing that, go for it. Let's do this, Gert! They high-five epically, but it's like, just for you, they barely jump half a foot off the ground and high-five. Um, uh, Golan's seen that. Uh, okay, so they're helping us now. Are you going to be giving them a piece of your share? Now wait, yeah. He mentioned that, uh, what's the cut for Biffinger? Well, I... you know this stage is actually for me, right? I what? I will be performing Golan. and he will be selling donuts. Golan. So... And Go Yerte's going to cut in. So, since you spoke up and you need the stage, you pay him something and we need to get going. I go Would you like us to make flyers for this, too? Ah, yes, please, very much. Be creative. <laughs> it's the only thing I know how to be. Let's do this. And you see him take out a piece of paper and, like, bites his thumb and starts writing on it. I make what? sure they know there's... <laughs> Just writing with blood. I make sure, they, <laughs> make sure they know live music... And fresh donuts. See, Gert, quickly draw up a mock-up of, of a poster. Do a dexterity check. Gertie's rubbing his forehead, just watching this all happen. Not terrible, but he turns it around and it says... It says, live music, spe- live spelled correctly, music spelled M-U-Z-I-C. Um, Golan Flood. He misspelled your last name. <laughs> I... And Donuts by Slayer, written very fancily. <laughs> I, I like the uh, I like my name on that. Maybe a little less blood. Well, I, I just didn't have a pen on me. Maybe find a pen and rewrite them. Also, my last name is spelled wrong. Oh! Oh, and he like, throws a Y in there, but in the wrong spot. Here? I can't read. Just saying. <laughs> Your change just looks, lets out a hard chuckle at that. All of a sudden, Biff and Gert just turn their heads curiously at Yurite, who just laughed for the first time ever in front of them. You guys are serious. We, we also we have, I, turn our heads. We all turn our heads, actually. We have missing people. And you're having a man that can't read make signs in the middle of a street. And you just laughed for the first time ever. I, this is the first time I've heard you laugh, too. This is a big moment. Golan whips on his citron and plays a flourish. <laughs> Let's go to the bar and buy some beers. <laughs> Biffinger just pulls his butt up and he's just like, oh my god, what did I do? Golan puts his arm around Yurite and is like, Let's go! Also, forget the last name. <clears throat> Celebration! 
Oh, you're putting your arm around okay. my waist? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm around your waist because I'm short. So you guys all, with Biff and Gert running way ahead, you guys all make your way to the Mooning Rooster. And the second you guys walk in, it seems to be not as packed as it was last night. You see the cobalt from the other night standing behind the counter. But you do notice two Minotaur brothers hanging up, poster, more posters, on the notice board. And you guys walk in, and immediately to your right are these two massive minotaurs. Buff, you gotta put it more like this. No, listen. Tough. I know how to put up a poster. Do you really, Buff? Tough. And like, she's having, like, they're arguing about how to put the poster up right now. Uh, um, Slayer, Slayer. Um, yeah, you wanna go talk to them? <laughs> I Buff and Tough. They both look up. Tough is the first to respond. He waves. Ha Slayer, was it? Aye, yes. The Slayer what? of Tough Men. Aye, what are you... Oh, I forgot all about that. <laughs> Aye, what are you guys having to drink tonight, today? No drinks right now. We're actually, uh, we're doing little canvassing. Uh, we're hanging up posters, and he holds one up. I go to the bartender. Aye, three of your best lagers and a, uh, Irish coffee. And I whisper that one. Two gold. You flick him to gold, he gets you those drinks. Uh, Golem walks up, he says, Oh, what kind of posters you guys have hanging up? Uh, wanted posters for our missing brother. Rough. You mean like this? Pulled out. Yes! That's the one we put up the other night. We've been, we've been seeing them around. Good, that's the point of us I putting them up. coming to find you. Yeah, we were looking for you, actually. Really? Yeah. Slayer, we want to help. Slayer walked back yes. up. I, uh... You guys are going to need this if you're doing a little surveillance later. And hand some two beers. And buff. Hell yeah. Tough. I guess. It is I, within my calorie count. I and, uh... <laughs> Yurite, I got you a little coffee to help you through the morning. Uh, you already have one, Slayer? Yurite's <laughs> just going to take and just... And I wait for you to, like, look away. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a slight of hand check, Yurite. <laughs> Fifteen. Yep, you just There's throw just coffee stain on the wall, though, but... Yeah, you, you don't see a slayer, but you think he drank, he drank it. I, uh, tough. Where was the, uh, last place you seen your brother? Well. Last place I saw him. He was in the town square doing his usual strongman technique. He usually stays there until well past the end of the night, past sundown. We always tell him to hurry back, but the one day we didn't, and he goes missing. <laughs> Feels like I failed as an older brother, but you know, we're looking for him now. We will find him. Yeah, we will. Buff chimes in. I, uh... Do you know what could have possibly took him? No. You see, Ruff, though he was the middle child, he was the strongest of us all. I, I could tell by the name. He, uh... He always had it... What's the word? When things are difficult growing up. He always had a challenge. And it was always... God, I can't think of the word. It's not... It's not, it's not tough. It's not... It's, ah, yes. Ruff. Di that's his name, yes. Ruff always had a challenging time growing up because he was so much stronger than everyone else eventually he turned it into his 
job. He would perform on the streets. And there wasn't much that could beat him up. I never beat him in arm wrestling. And, well, no one on this island has. I, I guess he, uh... Disappeared right at the right time before I got here. Well, hopefully we'll be able to find him to challenge that, and he clasps your two shoulders with his hands. Let's find my brother! And he lifts you up. <laughs> I kind of grab his shoulders from above, and I just, like, shake. Yes! Yes! You're, like, shaking each other violently. You slightly off the ground, but you're still shaking him just as much. Buff then chimes in with uh, Golan Irite. So, uh, will you be helping us look for... Our brother Ruff, today? Yes, uh, we're in fact interested in all of these disappearances. Uh, we fought off two creatures last night from uh, another person who was looking to get uh, abducted, but sadly uh, his companion actually did get abducted. In. Oh no, another kidnapping! There's been a lot of them around, and we're, we're, we're looking to help. By the horns of Baphomet, we must stop this. We must. Golan puts his, his fist well, on his... power poses right next to you, same superhero-style posing. We will. And then Tuff puts you down, Slayer, and looks at you and goes, So we have been trying to get the town guard to investigate this for quite some time. Why won't they? Well, look at us. We aren't lizards. Um, to even investigate something in the town, they usually need a large... They don't like the word, but everyone calls it what it is. They require a large bribe to investigate anything against half-breeds or bestials. I would have been a large mob. Well, considering most of the people who live here are lizard folk and cobalts, most of which have had their loved ones missing investigated, I don't think we have the numbers. I have the uh, guards found anything. Not with our brother, no. What about for the others? They've found nothing. Man, the guards really put a bad taste in my mouth in this town. As I'm hearing this, I'm going to walk over to the notice board, because last time I did see one for a cobalt. Yes. I'm going to snag that poster. You pluck a cobalt. One off. You see that the cobalt's name is Link. L-Y-N-K. Hmm. Is there any uh, name of who to go uh, reposted it? Yes, there is. My a bullywog named Jeremiah. Jeremiah was a bullywog. Bully yeah. <laughs> Such a good bullywog. <laughs> yep, and you know bullywogs to be those uh, frog-like creatures. Oh. Not like what we saw last night. No, <laughs> no, much more small. Great. More frog-like, less toad-like. Great, yeah. great. To hear. Uh, we've been trying. Uh, tough starts chiming in again. We have been trying to raise money with our arm wrestling to get enough money to bribe the guard to look for our brother. Gold. We're still about five hundred gold pieces off. I am. Uh, at this point, Golan just looks at Slayer with like a. He, I'm have glasses, but I just glare at him. I I only took thirty gold. But. Me and my brother plan on canvassing the town and handing out posters. If you four would like to help, you can try and talk to the people who would have seen him last, the other performers in the town square. By any chance, is there a statue in the town square? Yes, yes, the, the, the statue of our founder, the, or the founder of the town. Hmm. Yeah, I've been uh, curious about this guard in the town and why they've been taking people off the streets. I saw a, 
a tiefling playing uh, some music outside, and he was just removed by the guard. I'm interested in this founder and why well, he's allowing the guard to do this. The guard, uh, that that's not new. The guard always take half-breeds and non-lizard folk off the streets quite frequently for being what they deem a, uh, what's the word they used? They tried arresting Buff for once. Buff chimes in, ooh, oh, I got it. It's, um, God, what was the word? Uh, oh, yes, an eyesore. <laughs> Yeah, they said I was that, so they arrested me for like two nights. Sorry, chuckles. <laughs> Golan has a terrible taste in his mouth from that. <sighs> That's terrible. And I'm interested in who gives the guard this power to just take people off the streets for labeling them an eyesore. Well, I would assume... Because it's such mayor. a great town otherwise. This guy. Who gives the police power? Uh, the mayor does. And who's seen the mayor recently? Probably the guard. He just has a very, like, blank look on his face. People, obviously, hmm. as Yurite said. Yeah, what people? Who even knows what this guy looks like besides a statue in the town square? Golem? You're getting pretty Why? Why? Golem, why is it this doesn't statue matter. so We need to help people. A lot of different kinds of people need help. Good. Well, let's start with the ones we can help. Fine. Yurite's been just getting anxious hearing people talk. So we have couple of places we need to go and things need to get done i hate splitting up but i think me and crollton should go pay the guards a visit i that will probably be better because you guys are dragon where (laughs) your teacher kind of points at his head like surprised uh, eh golan why don't we go with buff Oh, why? Because you think I need the protection. I know, to help them find Roth. We're just handing out flyers. I we're going to do more than just hand out flyers today. Well, we are just handing out flyers today. You can Slayer do what you wish. Cracks his knuckles. Well, I go, Lynn. I have an idea. Why don't you guys find out those other performers and go talk to them. Try to gather some more information. Hmm. Okay. He's going to look back and forth at both of you. I performers... Yes, didn't they just say that there are other performers who know him? I yes. Well, performers, merchants, people. There are groups, there are there are five people who tend to post up in the town square. Used to be six, but since my brother's disappearance, the same five has been showing up. Let's go I, talk to them. Directions to the town square. Also, directions of the guard. <laughs> guard, head east till you get to the edge of the town. Once you find the main gate into town, their house is right there. For the town square, head east. It's just past that store where they uh, they make those tiny ships in a bottle. Hey, we've been there. Yeah, it's like, it's like once you get there, three blocks down, make a left, and you're at the town square. Aye, ah, sounds good. So he gives you directions to the town square. Him, uh, Tough and Buff do leave to go hand out flyers. And you guys are left to do what you wish. All right, Golan. Let's go find these performers. Let's look at our place that we'll be performing at. And uh, you're obsessed with this statue for some reason I am not sure about. So I'm not obsessed. Yurte. He said obsessively. (laughs) (laughs) Seems pretty obsessive. (laughs) Let's, let's just check it out. Yurte, 
when you go and meet the town guard, try and like see if there's anything sketch about it. See if they have anyone locked up or if they are withholding any information on purpose. Uh, she's going to do a full body just lean at Crawlton and then just look back to you and go, Curlton's like thumbs up. <laughs> it's exactly what I was already doing. Yurte's just like, Ah, Yurte, let me know how their security is. For sure. I got you first, mate. Curlton <laughs> and Yurte share a look, and you yeah. guys <laughs> head out. We already knew what they were planning. Yep. You guys head out, and then soon after, you two make your way to the town square. Uh, so... Pat, roll a d4. Max, roll a d4. We'll determine which group goes first. I ah! <laughs> We both rolled ones. <laughs> okay, so here's what Zebrath and Ella are doing. <laughs> oh, <so laughs> Beach <one>. day! <laughs> Great. Anyway, uh, so... Just don't let's have Krolten roll. Krolten rolls higher than a one. Okay, you roll a four. Hey! <laughs> We're going to be starting with that. So, we are going to be cutting with Yurite and Krolten first. You guys make your way across town to the edge. Um, as you make your way to the edge of town, you can see this large gate. Uh, no door to it or anything, just two pillars and an archway, really. Uh, welcome you welcome you to Oxlore. It says goodbye from Oxlore. And immediately on the right-hand side is this one-story building. Not super impressive. Seems like it has a large circular room to it with a chimney attached to it, and standing in front of it is a chameleon lizard folk, uh, standing beneath the emblem of a dragon's head inside a star, which is the town guard symbol. Um, The chameleon wears a dull brown leather armor, and he has a shield and spear at his side. And he looks at you and Krolten, and he goes, Halt! Stay to your business, or leave. We're here to talk to uh, who's ever in charge. Okay, come right in. And he opens the door for you. Dirty's just going to look at Krolten and be like, I'm going to be honest, I didn't think it would be this easy. Uh, yeah, you walk in, and the first thing you notice is that you walk into this ten-foot-wide hallway. It goes about... 20 feet in, on the right-hand side is a bench attached to the wall where a cobalt in similar leather armor to the door front entrance person is sleeping. Uh, On the left-hand side is a door along with one on the right-hand side and a door at the end of the hallway. And you guys just walk in and this is what you see. So that guy just opened the door and let us walk yeah, in? Yeah, just let you walk in. Just gonna take a look around. Is there any uh, labeling on, like, what door is what? Or is it just kind of just doors? Yes. Uh, so you see for the door on the right, you see it has just a nameplate on it that says Vondor, V-O-N, and then door, D-O-O-R. On the door on the left, you see the names Grizz, and Derm, Dergm, so D-E-R-G-M, Dergm. And then on the door all the way at the end, you see one that says Captain Blythe, B-L-I-V-E. 
I'm gonna lean over to Crollton and whisper in his ear. Yeah, so uh, next new idea I have is we're gonna say we're mercenaries here to help with the missing people case. Sound good? Yeah. Sound good. Sounds good to me, sir. Alright, what door do you want to try first? We got Captain, or we got the two other ones? Or should we wake up this fool? And I'm kind of, kind of just like <laughs> nod my head at the guy who's asleep next to me now, because it's kind of where we're standing. Um. Because, man, get music going. Uh, Crollton just kind of turns, uh, sir, I honestly have no idea, so I'm just gonna. He goes and, like, starts poking the cobalt lying down on the bench, who. <laughs> Oh, that's too nice. I was going to kick the bench. Yeah. Oh, hello there. The, the, the cobalt immediately, like, he, at first he's groggy, like, slow, but then his eyes open, and a moment of recognition, you can see, crosses his face, and he just quickly, oh, hello, sits up straight, like, strains his armor and, like, everything. How, how can I help you two? We're looking to speak with who's in charge. Uh, that would be the captain. Uh, door at the end of the hall. Is it fine just to knock and walk in? I'm not trying to get for you for for you two probably yeah go go ahead. You should probably stay awake when you're on duty. You're you're right. <laughs> he like gives you a weird <laughs> awkward salute, and Crollton just gets get a look at this fucking guy saluting <laughs> you. What? <laughs> oh boy, this should be fun. I sir, and Crollton looks at himself, salute you for a second, goes shit. Yeah, don't start, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys start making your, your way down the hallway and just open. Yeah, I'm going to give a nice, a lot, nice bang, and then I'm just going to open it. Not yep, even you. waiting for an answer. Walk in. And as you walk in, you see a very nice office with several bookshelves lining the walls. Off on the left side in front of the corner is this desk that is about... It's five to six feet across, and it rests in front of this very nice fireplace that has the town guard insignia on it. And sitting at the desk is an iguana lizard folk, adorned in brown leather armor, and he has a black and gold cape draped over his right shoulder. And you see a little name plaque, Blythe, on it. And he... Acknowledges your entrance and goes, Ah, oh, why, hello. Welcome to my station. How may I help you two? Alright, we're doing well. Um, quick pause question. Yes. Um, the symbol that you call Yin Yang, do you have another name for it with the dragons? Didn't really have like an official name. It was just, like, the, it's basically the Yin Yang, just with dragons. So that's what I was going to name the, uh, my mercenary. Yin Yang and Draconic. Are you like just trying to make up a name for so your mercenary? So the yin and yang in that would be uh, metallic and, and uh, chromatic. So yeah. I was thinking what the draconic and word for metallic and chromatic were, and that's what I was just trying to get real fast. Chromatica. That's not that simple for it. A lot it's of harsh consonants. Lachark. Yeah. Very harsh consonants. And Argarkavar. How about the ancients? How about the Sunshine Gang? All that, all that work, all that searching for the ancients. Right. Anyway, so the gar, the Blythe, it actually means the ancient language. Yeah. The the. <laughs> right, sorry. Blythe looks at you and just goes, "How uh, how can I help you, gentlemen?" Uh, we're uh, mercenaries that came in on uh, one of the ships in port, and uh, we're looking for work. And I've seen there's a lot of missing people cases going on, so I was wondering possibly if we can get some information to help solve those. No, have a seat, have a seat, have a seat. Just, just two seats in front of you. 
gonna stand behind the seat at first, and then slowly take a seat. You know, it's not a. It's not often we get a gold dragonborn, let alone two, two here. Um, yeah, well, I welcome you to Oxlore. I. I hope other than the missing people, everything's been going great. <laughs> We've been working on the missing people. Uh, but honestly, it's mostly you know half breeds and bestial types. We don't have to worry about those. Yes, but do you know what's taking them? And I'm just gonna kind of take like a very big presence. Okay. Uh, give like me China. an intimidation check. Eight. Okay. No. Nine we... actually. I lied. Huh? Nine actually. I got plus six. Uh. We uh. We don't really know yet. We still got some of our best detectives working on it. Alright, well let me give you a hint. You got some slods. <laughs> Completely well, I'm, I'm sorry, what? Beasts from the uh, Chaos Plane are taking your people. It's gonna be like a very confused look on his face. It's yes. Like he has no idea what you're talking about. Something clearly above your pay grade, and something you probably should have been taking more seriously. Listen. No citizens of actual import have been going missing, so we haven't been treating it as high profile. So from your look, I'm assuming you don't know how these things work. Let's just say for every person that's gone missing, another one of those beasts appear because that's how they create new ones. So if you take every person of non-importance and make them one of these monsters, you're going to be in serious trouble. Well, seeing as this is information I did not have until a moment ago, I'll keep that in mind. Good. And I'm kind of just going to lean back now that he kind of took it. You know, took it. <laughs> yeah. So, do you have any information on possibly important people that have gone missing that might be able to help give us more leads so we can solve this? Well, as I said, not many of import have been gone missing, but an important merchant, cobalt merchant's son, went missing a few days ago. Goes by the name Lynx. Ah, this one. I'm gonna pull out the uh, poster that I had for it. Yes, that one. When missing a couple days ago, we've had all hands on deck looking for him. But I would also like to say this isn't the first time that kid's gone missing. He's gone running off into the woods more times than I can count. What's he take? Did he go missing in the woods this time, or was it somewhere else? Or do you not know? Well, according to his old man. He went missing when he stayed out past curfew. He didn't know where exactly, and none of his friends will talk to us. So, really, we don't know where the kid went missing. We just know he wasn't at home and was out late at night. Interesting, interesting. Well, last night when I was, uh, you know, killing two of these monsters, I didn't see any of your town guard around. Do you happen to possibly actually keep a curfew, or do you just say that you keep a curfew? We don't keep curfew. Hmm. Interesting. You might want to start. I'll have to talk to, uh... To talk to Bronze about that, but I will. Who's this Bronze? <laughs> Town leader, our founder. Oh, I've heard a lot about him. Would I possibly be able to get a meeting with him later in time? He doesn't tend to do meetings. He only talks to me. I can see that. 
but I have some stuff to talk to him about. Then There's you can above tell your me. pay grade. You can tell me, and I'll tell him. Hmm. Roll persuasion with advantage. Persuasion 16. Sorry, but any information that's got to go to bronze has to go through me first. Well, then we can wait, and you can hope this town is still here. I'm going to stand up, and I'm going to start heading towards the door, turn around and go, can I get the name of the merchant whose son is taken? Uh, yes, his name is Gear. Works in Artifice. Does he have a house in town? You'll know when you see it. It's by the Market District. And then I'm just going to walk out. Okay, Krolten kind of like getting the mood from you, just like as you walk out, he takes a tchotchke on the guy's desk and just tips it over and runs out. <laughs> what? <laughs> Slaps it over and... <laughs> like, like a cat when it does yeah. it, and then it knows it's in trouble. <laughs> and you guys leave, so let's cut on over to Golan and Slayer. You guys make your way to the town square, where in the center is this large fountain of the founder, as it says. A plaque that says the founder on it. And it is this bronze dragonborn with his hand straight forward and up with water gently pouring from the palm down into the fountain itself. Um, you see five very distinct, almost like a star formation of these merchants and performers. Um, these, you can assume, are the people that Tuff and Buff were talking about. Um, but you also see a large mix of people. Bren is also here, uh, standing next to the fountain. She's not in this weird star of people, but she's next to the fountain. She has her pastries out for sale. What would you like to do? If you guys would like, you can give me perception checks as well to see if there's anything that sticks out to you. All real perception Check, just see what like the crowd is like, how many people. Also rolling perception for pretty much the same thing. Okay. I got a 19. 18. Okay. So with your rolls, you guys can see more details on these five locations. You see one seems to be a stall that is selling cloaks of different kind, very ornate ones. And you see a turtle standing by the cart. Uh, you see a tabaxi that seems to be selling hats. You see a triton that looks kind of like a uh, anglerfish with those large dangling lights and large, just massive amount of teeth on the front of its face, selling sandwiches of different types. You see another tabaxi. Um, this one looks more like a calico cat. The other one looks more like a mancoon. Um, the calico is selling different types of literal just trinkets, as it says on a half-folded thing of cardboard. And you see a lizard folk playing the lute in the town square. Not too far from where Bren is actually set up in the moment. But that is all what you notice. And Slayer specifically, you notice Bren, but without the donuts. And you think, yeah, she better. <laughs> That's how it was going in my head. Yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, what would you guys like to do? Uh, why don't you go talk to Bran? I'm gonna go check out those hats, and I'm walking over the hats. The the hats hat first. Okay. Yep. I uh. Actually, nudge Slayer in her direction. In her direction. Okay. I kind of. I guess I walk up. 
Oh, you guess With my head down. Okay. okay. Very head down. Let's start with the hats. So, Golan, you walk up to this uh, Mancun cat selling all different types of hats. Small hats, tall hats, wide hats, short hats. Every kind of hat you can imagine. A beanie, too. He's, he's got everything. <laughs> beanie with propellers, beanies without propellers, beanies with flashlights on them. Or small little candles that you can light up on him. <laughs> That's kind of silly. He goes, Hey, welcome to my hat store. How can I help you today? Well, how welcome I feel. How are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. I've sold many hats, and I hope to sell one for your head. I see you are well adorned, but you can always use better, if not bigger. And he pulls out this very wide-brimmed, like, hat with a feather sticking it like a very large feather sticking out of it think like um like spaniard fen- like a fan- fencer hat hey hey I, I i haven't fully earned that kind of hat yet how about something a little bit more attuned to my figure well okay i can think of a few things he's gonna start measuring your head and stuff like <laughs> sure. super in your personal space and for a second goes i got just the hat for you and he, he picks up this very nice fedora with a slightly bigger brim than the one you have now, but a very nice swirled pattern, like ribbon around the edge of it, and a small little green feather sticking out the edge. Hmm. While this hat right here, this is a mighty fine hat. Ooh, tell me about it. I mean, it's just a hat. It looks nice, and I bet it looked great on your head. Ooh, can I try it out? Nah, usually I don't, but I like your cut of your jib. And he hands you the hat to try on. I flick off my hat, white hair fall down, put that hat on. Yep, fits nice. He holds up a mirror for you. You look pretty good. Ooh. Well, what do you say? You buying the hat, good sir? Mm, what would a hat this style go by, you say? Well, I would say probably on someone like you. Since it looks good, a gold piece. My good sir, you have uh, you have won me over quite easily, my I'd say. Flick him a gold piece. Takes it happily. And I'm keeping that hat. Okay. Say, friend, you notice anything weird going on around here? Well, there are weird things going on around this town all the time. What do you mean? I'm talking about people going missing. Have you been noticing that? Well, I mean, you'd have to have your head in the sand if you didn't. <laughs> Tell me about it. Did you see an ostrich in the corner with its head in the sand? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Gary's just a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, well, we're out here looking into those uh, missing people. Anything you might have seen? Uh, we're actually uh, looking for this uh, minotaur who usually... Rough, is... right? You know him. Oh. Man, rough. What, what happened? What about him? Well, I mean... He hasn't been around in like a month or so, so I, I don't know. Month really had been that long, huh? Well, yeah. Last I saw him, he was a. Uh, well, I was packing up my things around. It was pretty late at night, around ten o'clock. Still a few stragglers, but he was one of the last couple ones around town. He, uh, I think I saw what's her name, uh, Angel, pointing to the anglerfish. I think I saw Angel over there selling the sandwiches. I think uh, she was the last one to leave besides Ruff. Last uh, last I remember seeing him, at least. Huh, interesting, interesting. I, 
I'll take any lead. I mean, any lead really I'll take because like we're uh, we don't want too many more people going missing now, do we? No, that would be very bad. But you don't catch me out here past certain hour. No, 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 no. I am in my house by nine thirty every night. <laughs> I hear you, man. You got to get your good sleep. Um, I flick him a gold, another gold coin. What can you tell me about the guards around here? I've been seeing a lot of people being dragged away. You know what's up with that? Well, I mean, you just gotta... What's the word they use? You just can't be an eyesore. For some reason, the god really care about the image of this town, and, uh... The more disheveled and crazy you look, the less likely you are to, uh... Fit in. Golan just, like, almost, like, spits in the ground. Why should they care about the image of this town? I mean, just seems like a normal old town to me. Why should that matter? Man, you're asking me all kinds of questions. I don't know. I don't know why the god does what they do. I know they stay out of my business. I stay out of theirs. I keep a nice, clean storefront for my hats. And I pay occasional tax. And they leave me alone. Interesting. One more thing, friend. Turns and looks at the statue. What do you know about the town mayor? The founder. Yeah. What's his well, name, if you know? Well, I mean, most people just call him Bronze, Bronzy, the founder, or anything like that. They don't really have a name name. I mean, apparently he founded this place like 200-something years ago, so no one who's, who's around then is even alive, so... Why would you... Do people still think he's around? Like, have people seen him? I mean, Dragonborns do have long lives. They do, they do. I have lived here about... Ten years. Have you ever once seen him? On occasion. I think I saw him maybe twice during a, a holiday or something. But hmm. For the most part, he is a very reclusive man, I heard. I mean, sticks to himself, doesn't see visitors. I mean, he if he is an older gentleman, I mean, I wouldn't want to be seeing people all the time either. Understood. It's just interesting that he's so reclusive, yet he directs the guard to just take people off the street at will. Well, as a town mayor, wouldn't it be your job to direct a guard? I suppose, but it seems a little unjust. Um, as you're having this conversation going, you actually notice that the town guard are starting to hover a little bit closer to your conversation. Hearing it. Because you're not being quiet. Hmm. And uh, you see the tabaxi just kind of tense up a little bit as the guard starts hovering closer to you and goes... Well, I hope you do have a good day, sir. Uh, I think I hear someone calling my name. A customer, perhaps. And he, he actually, like, stands up and, like, puts the coins in his pouch and walks away. Well, thank you for the hat. Um, he going, go, like, do I notice the guards? When yeah, I turn they're, around? like, approaching you. Going, not swiftly, but in between, like, a gate and a swift walk. Walk, starts walking towards Slayer. Okay, so you start making your way to Slayer. Speaking of which, you walk up to Bren, who, upon seeing you, goes, Why, hello there, Slayer, how are you? I, uh, with my head down. Bren, right? Yes, that's my name. I, uh, how you been? Oh, well, I've been, I've been pretty good. I, uh, I see you don't have any donuts for sale. Well, you did ask politely that I not sell them, so... I wasn't so polite. Don't be modest. Well, after tasting your donut, I couldn't... I couldn't, uh... What's the word? Disrespect your wish? I, uh... Why? Your donuts were so fucking delicious. 
Well, that's funny because yours were very fucking delicious. I, you see, I, uh, I want to apologize. I, uh, I, uh, I don't do this often, but, um, your donuts were so fucking good, I shouldn't have told you to not sell them. And I'm actually kind of, wish you had some so I could buy one. Every time I pull out of my donut box, I just get your donuts now. Well, do you know what, Slayer? How long are you in town? I, uh, another two days. What say, if you can swing by my shop when I open, and get your donuts. Any you'd like. Aye, that sounds wonderful. I pull out my donut box. Aye, would you like a donut from me? I thought you'd never ask. And she takes a donut. But uh, as you're having this conversation, Golan very briskly walks up to you and you can see two lizard folk guards not too far behind him, about 15 feet. Hey, Slayer, how's it going? Uh, oh, hi, Bran, how's it going? Hi, hey, Golan. Hi, Golan, what's up? Uh, just look behind me. <laughs> <laughs> I just obviously turn around and look and make eye contact with the guards. You see the two guards, Bren also kind of like looks behind him and goes, Oh, I best not be here. I, uh, uh, I'll, I'll see you when you open up tomorrow. See you tomorrow, Slayer. She uh, takes her car and just quickly wheels it away as these two guards approach you two. Hi, Golan, are you one of those, uh... Eyesores now. <sighs> rub my, I rub my brow. One of the lizard folk, an iguana, wearing leather armor. Uh, this one has a red cloak over his right shoulder with gold trim. Excuse me. You, sir, half-breed. Uh, name's Golan. What can I do for you? What were you talking about, that tabaxi? Oh, you sold me a nice hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We heard you asking questions. Uh, I just couldn't help but marvel at the amazing statue in the square, and I was curious about the uh, the founder, just like if anyone's seen him. It just did. Looks so good. Give me a persuasion check. Uh, Slayer kind of steps in. Uh, he's a scholar. He's just, you know, gathering information. With advantage. He's helping, so with advantage. <laughs> Fine, roll for the second guy as well. Okay. You said persuasion? Persuasion. Got a 28. They both kind of look at each other, then look back at you, then back at each other for a second. Okay. Got her eye on you. And they both leave. See you around. As you say that, one of them turns and does the eye-on-eye uh, -eye contact, like I'm watching you think from Avatar Korra. Mmm. Yeah. Right, cool. and maybe uh, be more discreet around the guards. Yeah, they seem to really have a problem with my race. Uh, there's no problem with you, Golan. The problem's with them. You got that right. I, uh, just, you know, don't bring unwanted attention to yourself. Well, speaking of which, I actually wanted to go play with that guy in the town square, so I'll see ya, and I'm running over to the guy who's playing. You run over to a lizard folk who's currently playing the loot. I playing with himself. He's playing that. I literally whip out my citron and I match him. Game performance check. Okay. <laughs> Twenty-five. Slayer sees what's going on now and pulls out his box of donuts. Hi, 
Donuts, donuts, your favorite donut upon request. Donuts. Okay, uh, so you outplay him, first off. You kind of overtake him in the melody, and he becomes the supporting cast for a moment as you start, you start playing the same song as him, but better, basically. Slayer, give me a persuasion, sh charisma check, actually, just a flat charisma check. With advantage, because you have Golan's music backing you up. Uh, 17. Okay. You gather a pretty decent crowd. Slayer, so are you charging people for donuts? I want silver donut. One silver. Any flavor you desire. You make, your favorite. In this go, you make 20 silver. You've attracted around a crowd of 20 or so people. Mixed between cobalt, lizard folk, and a couple other half, like half-breeds or bestials. As they're uh, grabbing the donuts and buying each one, I have you heard anything about people going missing? Just quick, quick questions as they're grabbing their donuts. Okay, so for the questions, just give me a flat persuasion check. Just gathering clues. Yep. Ooh, natural twenty. <laughs> Not one of people been Uh, twenty-four. If you want the actual. Yeah, number. actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Slayer, as you are handing out these donuts and you're talking to all these different people, the same stories start connecting in your brain. Everyone who's gone missing, they were out extremely late at night. Not like a 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, like well past midnight kind of situation. They're usually always in a group when they go missing but only a few people from the groups go missing at a time. No one has a full recount of what they saw either. Everyone says it's the same thing. A large shadow overtook them, struck them, and the next thing they knew their friend was gone. One thing does pique your interest more than anything else though. Offhandedly, this bullywog you don't know comes up to you and says that his best friend went missing about two days ago, a cobalt, and he could have sworn he heard his voice somewhere near the edge of town, close to the forest, but he thinks that he's, he's going crazy. He has no idea. But with a, with a natural 20, yeah, that is, that is what you get. And this does take quite some time, so you guys are yeah. Well past midday already at this point, walking around town, gathering information, talking to the guards. It would probably be around 4 o'clock at this moment. What would you guys like to do next? You we didn't plan on meeting them at play... the center also, just yep. so Okay. So you're playing your instrument, you're selling donuts. Around this time, Yurte and Krolten would be arriving in the town square. Aye, Yurte. Donut, one silver piece. He does have a fairly decent crowd. <laughs> he just stares at you and is like, I've never taken any of your donuts. I'm not going to pay for one. I'll take it. Ah. And scoops a donut, tosses you a silver. <laughs> Thank you. Curl 10 just starts munching down. Dude, your teacher gives him a look and like, he gave them you for free and you're but, like, paying but for sir, it? But sir, sir, capitalism. I, uh, he has an unlimited supply. Oh. Hey. <laughs> I, uh, no refunds. Damn it! <laughs> it takes a bite. <laughs> yeah, frustratingly. 
<laughs> Why'd it have to be a bear claw, too? <laughs> I'm going to lean up to like Slayer right in his ear so like no one else can hear him and just go, I've picked up some uh, deets for you that might be some good ones for you. I, I got some good information off these people I've been selling donuts to. I think I might have a good clue or two to follow. Alright. If we want, we can try to have Golem keep playing. We can uh, talk about this in the alleyway. I'm going to look around um, just for guards and stuff. There are about four guards total in the All right, square. let's make sure we keep an eye on Golan. He's already got the attention of the guards, and uh, they don't like him. We can give him Krolltan, and then uh, we can get out of their eyesight and talk real fast and come back. Should I, take about five minutes. I have Krolltan guard him. They won't mess with the Dragonborn. No, <laughs> they won't. It's actually kind of surprisingly easy. And I'm going to go to Krolltan and be like, stick really close to Golan. On it, sir. And you see him just turn around and start walking closer and closer to Golan, eventually to the point where, like, he has to look straight down to look at him because he's standing directly behind Golan. Oh, excuse me. Golan is still playing, so Krolton walks towards me. He's like, I'm still playing. We're playing, like, like, maybe, like, an Irish jig or, like, a dancing song. I'm like, Krolton, yeah, yeah. Do a dance, buddy. Do a dance. Oh, okay. And And the crowd. Yep, okay. I'm going to roll performance for (laughs) Krolton. The natural seven, and I can tell you get a plus zero to that. <laughs> so he just Fire starts rocks. like crunking on, 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 <laughs> in this circle, and he starts like uh uh yeah, starts doing like the wave just by himself. More, more. Do the worm, yeah. He goes down, is like as he goes to do the worm, just right face plants onto the ground. Full armor. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Gordon starts like jumping up and down to the music, but like very hurt. <laughs> Off in the alleyway. What are you guys discussing? Um. So. You know, you told me about the defense of the town, and, uh, well, the guards just let me walk right into the building, and their captain don't look like the only possible threat. I, that's all? Oh, well, I got some other stuff, but this was also, um, they don't post a night watch. Aye, so what do they do at night? Are they afraid to go out? Um, from my watch, uh, just from my intuition, they are very, uh, not taking their job seriously or prepared for a boat of pirates in their harbor. I... It's a good thing they don't know we're pirates. Did you tell them? Uh, they think I'm a mercenary. I... We kind of are. Exactly. So what I'm thinking, though, is if we need something, we can grab a few of the guys and we can take whatever we need. I... That will be your job. That is no problem. For them. I found... Yes. Was it... Continue. Gonna pull out the um, links, um, or yeah, link. Yeah, link. link links. And Jeremiah is the bullywog, right? Okay, yeah. I'm gonna pull out the links. A friend of mine. Um, <laughs> uh, post from like I also got information on this son of a wealthy merchant in town who has gone missing. Hey. Yes, this is also the only target the guards seem to have cared about, and they don't care very much. Okay. Well, I've talked to a lot of people. And they all had stories about missing people today. Hmm, this seems to be very problematic. You wouldn't happen to have talking to, gonna look at the list, uh, a uh, bullywog named Jeremy at all? I'm just, this is hopeful. Aye, you mean the little frog guy? Well, I'm gonna be honest, I haven't seen him, but sure. Aye, okay. Did he know a lynx? He, he said a, a he, there was a guy like that, and he said a friend went missing of his. Did you have a possible location? I I do. Ooh, because that is the only thing I couldn't get. I do. Um, I found out that everyone 
has come to a census that the people go missing late, late at night. And uh, everyone who goes missing comes from a group. Yeah, and only one or a few people disappear from those groups. They say a large shadow comes and overtakes them. And then all of a sudden, next thing they know, their friend is gone. And Jer that guy, Jeremy, right? Jeremy, Jeremiah, whoever knows. He, he said the Mr. next Jay. day he thought he heard his friend's voice coming from the edge of town near the forest. Hmm. This that's, is good. This is good. That's all the information I've gotten today. Gonna take a quick look back out to make sure they're not in trouble. Maybe you look out and you see uh, Crollton trying to do that leg hurl from like the 90s, but as he goes <laughs> up, he clips his own leg and again, face plants onto the ground, and the whole crowd goes, oh! <laughs> well, he's definitely causing a distraction, but um, I'm thinking if we can find his uh, father, he lives, he stays uh, near the market, Gear House. His name's Gear, I believe. He has a house by the market. They told me I couldn't miss it. I think we can find him and get a reward. And then we can go see if we can find his son near the edge of the forest. Would be a good next step. Would you agree? Aye, let's do it. Well, let's go get going out before he gets in any more trouble. And what did you mean that we had to have Crollin, Crollton watch him? Now, like, it kind of uh, his head. Golan was talking shit really loudly and asking too many questions. And Probably right in front of the guard too, wasn't he? I right in front of the guard. Yeah, he's not very uh, roguish. I, uh, I, to I told the guards he was just a scholar and he was taking information to write a book. Well, you didn't lie. <laughs> and then I uh, said, "Well, let's uh, let's disappear before we draw more attention to us because now they're going to be watching." I I throw up my hood. Be be all discreet. Yep. Okay. So you guys throw on your cloaks. Go out. And you, you feel the hands of Slayer and Yurte grab you by the shoulders real quick and, like, gesture for you to join them. You guys all cloak up and leave the town square. Is there anything else you guys like to do before that, though? Or you would just like to head out? I mean, I was going to talk to that anglerfish, but I'll see the rest of the guard. No, I'm also not going to now. I've been playing for a like... Oh, yeah, and I, I think whoever, whatever guy I was just playing with, like, I, I just, like, yeah. thank him. I'm like, uh, Did you ask him? Oh, you're a great player. Uh, thank you. Likewise, uh, the name is Skizzle. S-K-S-S-S-L. Skizzle. That's a great name. My name's Golan. Nice to meet you, Golan. Hey, uh, I'll be playing again in uh, two days. If you want to stop by, might get a cut if you if, uh, you join us. Hmm. How much? Oh, maybe I'll give you like 5-10% of whatever I earn. Roll persuasion. Nineteen. He looks at you and nods said, I'll see you there. <laughs> you got it. He shrums his loot and walks away. Okay. So you guys then make your way to the market district looking for this house. So everyone give me a perception check. I assume you're telling you filled goal in and on. Yeah, yeah, as we're going to say we're looking for a wealthy merchant house. Told we can't miss it. Golan, what'd you get? I got an unnatural 20. I got a 1. 9. You got a nat 1? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All of you smell Slayer? Fresh baked pastries. Mm. I got donuts on my mind. Yep. <laughs> um, Golan, 
you are kind of like, you're wondering, like, how are we just going to know the house when we see it? And as you have that thought, you turn your head as you're entering the market and you see a two-story made of stone building with mm. what looks to be a giant half of a gear sticking out of the roof. <laughs> and it says Gears Gears on it. Well, that'll be it, gents. I point to the house. Yep, points at it, and Yurite, uh, first thought you have is, this is it. So you guys walk up to the house. Who would like to knock, do the talking? I'll knock. Okay. Yurite, you knock, and the door opens. You see a young female satyr open the door. He goes, why, hello there, how are you? Hello. This wouldn't happen to be the house of gear, would it? Why, yes, it is. Are you looking for him? Uh, yes. We just have a few questions we'd like to ask him. We're trying to help. Well, help with what? And then I'm just going to pull out the wanted poster. Oh, you must be here to help with young Master Link. Come in, come in, all of you. And she gestures for all of you to join in. You walk in. You guys all walk in, and it's a very nice interior. Clearly, like... This is a rich person's house. Golan, this is nothing new to you. Slayer, this is like the fanciest house you've ever been in. Oh, yeah. You're a day borderline. Yeah. Um, you've seen fancier. Yeah. Um, you guys all sit down. Eventually, the satyr brings you all little things of tea. And eventually, you hear the footsteps coming down a spiral staircase. A blue-scaled cobalt. I assume you're all the ones who are going to help look for my son. I do. We are. Good to meet you all. I'm Gear. He goes, sits across from all of you. So, tell me what you want. Oh, we're mercenaries uh, that have come in off a ship, and we've been looking to make some uh, gold while we're staying in an area, and we've seen these missing people's cases. And uh, your son seemed to be the only one I could get information of from the guard. So I was assuming that was the best and first place to start. We're wondering if you could have any possible leads or information or well, a deal I've, for us as well. I've told the guards everything I know. Link was a uh, problem child, if there ever could be one. As he would are. constantly sneak out in the middle of the night, go out with a... He kept talking about this bullywog named Jeremiah. I've never met him. I think he's fake. I, I've actually met him today. Well, then, I guess it's Jeremiah's fault that my son's missing because he said he that's who he usually hangs out with. Aye, where do they go and hang out? Would you know? My son doesn't really talk to me. So, no. Aye, uh... No, he, uh... Last time he told me where he was going, he said he was going to the beach to just, you know, swim, things like that. Two hours later, the town guard picked him up for trying to steal a donkey from a farmer because he had... Snuck into a bar and drank all their beer. And got drunk and tried to steal donkey. So yes, my son is, uh... He's a liar. He doesn't tell me the truth. So I, even if he did tell me where he was, chances are wasn't actually where he was going. So... I'm sorry. I wish I could be more help. I, uh... I'm sure that Jeremiah fellow would know. I... He said, uh... Maybe near the forest. I was kind of hoping you could pinpoint that location down a little. Well, I can tell you Jeremiah's probably got some screws loose because my kid hated that jungle. 
Hey, he wow. was a city boy. Interesting. The town guard said otherwise. Really? Yes. Their hint was also near the forest. They said he hung out there a lot. Hey, city boy, huh? Well, that's what I knew him as, at least. Hey, double life. Well, sir, I'm sorry to have bothered you with this, and we hope that we can return your son safely to you. Listen, if you can return him alive, just fine. I'm throwing a hundred gold for each of you. Hi, would you like a donut? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Carlton's gonna be like, yeah. Yeah, yeah you want one. <laughs> I want you, baby. <laughs> and he eats a donut. Yeah, he pulls out a, a strawberry frosted with brown sprinkles on it. Hi, what a fine looking donut you have. Thank you. I pull out my own. It you're, is Brent's. Yep, he goes, ah, I see you're enjoying one of Brent's from Delicate Delicacies. I, they are the best donuts around. Some of them, yes. He eats his donut. But at this point, if you guys have, don't have any more questions. Nope, nope, just going to stand up, take my great sword and sling it on the back because you can't sit with it. Yep, you guys sling on your weapons, your bags, and your cloaks, and you make your way out. It's past sundown at this point. Walking to the market, and then waiting on the gear to show up, and then the conversation itself did take some time. And the sun has set. The streets are beginning to clear slowly, <coughs> and small little lampposts all of a sudden... Tiny little... Flames start lighting the streetlights so people can see. But the streets are thinning out a fair amount. So I have an idea. I... and? I say we set a trap. Ooh. Pray tell, Yurite, this is not your usual plan. I also had an idea for a trap. Well, let's, well let's hear Yurite's first, because... I think I want to hear Slayer's, because I think... We have a very similar idea. Let us present. <clears throat> okay, guys, PowerPoint presentations will be presented in five minutes. <laughs> I've done many, All so... Right. First slide. <laughs> Slayer's idea for trapping. Yeah, just just insert, like, like Family Guy cutaway of Slayer standing in front of a PowerPoint presentation. Golem whips out, like, a, like, maybe, like, a little notepad and starts, like, taking notes, almost like he's grading because he was a schoolboy, yep, so... Okay, so, first slide of Slayer's plan. What do we got? All right, we have the city in the dark. It's, there's a clock on the side. It says 1 a.m. Okay. Hmm. All right, next slide. <laughs> next slide. <laughs> All right, you see us four heroically standing on a roof, looking out. Mm, going just... Mm. Next slide. Yep. All right, we know that they already climb on the roof and use the roof to run around. So we wait on the roof to see if we see them approaching on any other houses, as well as create a large target for us in the night as a large group hanging out. Okay. Step four. At the end. <laughs> capture the end. Hopefully they find us or we see them. Step five, the capturing. Step six, we all have donuts and celebrate. <laughs> uh, Golan finishes down jotting down like everything he said and all that. All right, Slayer, uh, I will give you a probably about a C plus for that. Aye, that's the best grade I've ever had. You forgot to put some images with your later slides, but the early images went great. 
Let, let, let me let me. You're let t- me you want to hook you. up your laptop? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> actually, pull out a uh, an iPad. You know, just trying to find the right cable to connect. <laughs> I need to get the adapter out. Just take the bag of everything. Oh shit! We need to call IT. God damn it! We got to troubleshoot. Bags of holding and their wires. They're all tangled. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I'm ready. Pulls out a clicker. Step one. We need bait. It's a picture of Krolten. <laughs> Actually, I click it. It's Krolten and Gold. <laughs> Step two. Finger. Replace. Click again. It's just like a, a number, a word, and then I click to the next slide, and it's an image. It's the town square. Step three. The time. This exact same clock is <laughs> 1 a.m. It's literally his slide stolen. <laughs> Step four. Fight. <laughs> click picture. It's going to go in and crawl them being attacked by them. <laughs> Slayer and Yurte just jumping up. Yeah, it's, it, it's like Krolten and Golem looking out at two frog things jumping them, and then behind the frog things are you two jumping the frog things jumping them. <laughs> Click again. Last step. It doesn't even say no, it just says last step. Don't actually win. Follow them where they take Golem and Krolten. <laughs> and Krolten just raises his hand. Uh, sir? Yes. Does that mean you, you're gonna let them take us? Well, this is kind of like when we went to the guardhouse. I don't really know if we're gonna make it that far, so I'm kind of just gonna wing it. Yurite, I didn't think that I would see a worse presentation than Slayers, and I just did. Golan, you, you're not in bipartial. You're, you're impartial, whatever the word is. I don't want to be no bait. I, uh, maybe we can find bait elsewhere. Well, your great I, base, you look weak, and he blows things up with a massive fireball. I mean, I I'm do, sorry. Uh, like, yeah, well, uh, I, do, I, don't, uh, I don't mean mm. to be that guy, but I do also know two people who will do anything Slayer says. I I was uh, going to say it only costs us one gold, and we could have five baits for an hour. Oh, my God. I, we don't have to have sex with them. They're just out there as bait. Golan covers his face. Cool, that has a disappointed look on his face. Your taste like... Possibly! Old <laughs> <laughs> people to ponder that. He's like, free, like, bait, you know, Slayer. But he's like, but they can't defend themselves. And are I you like guys bait, walking but... and talking as you do this? Or are you guys setting up somewhere to talk about this? Um, we're kind of just tucked in, you know, alleyway 18. <laughs> Everyone give me a perception check. Which is actually not near 19 in case anyone was wondering. Yeah, the number gets totally off. <laughs> One is next to 30, but also 54. Woo! Sorry. I got an unnatural 20. Okay. Uh, 19. Okay. And natural 20. Okay. <laughs> Which would only be a 20. <laughs> in case you really need the number. So... As you three are all standing there, or four, discussing your game plan, going over what the next step could possibly be. Washing away the PowerPoints, they're actually chalk on a wall. Yeah. <laughs> Golan, you're very intensely taking notes. Slayer, you are focused on trying to come up with a good idea right now. Krolten's just kind of... Krolten also got a natural 20. What? We're alert, boy. Irritate. You and Krolltine kind of have this moment where you both notice it at the same time. A flash of something go by. And then another one on the other side. And then another. And another. Another. You count about 
seven people. Not these weird monstrous things, but seven people have surrounded you guys in this alleyway. I'm gonna act like they haven't seen us, lean in Team Huddle and go, new plan. Step one, I think we're all the bait. <laughs> and then just leans back out of it. Uh, oh shit, is what Golem says. <laughs> As Yurite leans back, you guys now notice, blocking one exit, two of these crimson cloaked figures. Blocking the other exit, two more of these crimson cloaked figures. And then, standing on the roofs, two more with their hands out, drawn. And the two blocking one way part, and this figure in a brighter red cloak with deep crimson trim around the sleeves and base, and a hood pulled halfway down to reveal half of a black and red bird mask. You there, points to you, Golden. Give us the book you possess, and we will leave you be. And that is where we'll be ending tonight's session. What the fuck? Thank you all once again for listening to RTFD Tales of Piracy. As usual, give us a follow on Instagram at RTFDDND. Find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Anchor.fm, RTFD. Um, do you guys have anything you want to plug? Any shout outs? Anything? Anything? Just, sure. just shout out Max's shook ass face right now. I'm in shock. <laughs> shout out to our awesome dungeon master, dude. Shout out to Nick Smith. <laughs> shout out to Nick Smith. Sh- shout out to you guys. Shout out to you guys. I'll, I'll return the favor. <laughs> but again, once again as well, uh, shout out to AC Delvers. Check, follow them on Twitch. Check out their streams. Follow them on Instagram as well as they go through Avernus. But with that, thank you all once again for listening and. We hope you join us again next week.